Hi, I'm Teal. Yep, like the color. I live in Hollywood, the place where dreams supposedly happen, and I'm an actress. You probably noticed I use a wheelchair, but I never let my disability define me. Not everyone sees the world from my perspective, though, and that keeps things interesting. This is my gimpy life. Hey guys, it's Kenny, and I'm back with my gimpy life companion cast. These will be released once a week, probably I would say two or three days after the episode comes out, so you can watch the episode, then listen to the podcast, and then go back and rewatch the episode with all the new information you've learned. Um, today we're going to be discussing episode one from season two, which the series is calling episode number six. They are just continuing the numbering from season one. And of course, I have lots of guests in this episode, so you'll be hearing from Teal, Brent, director Sean Becker, Gabe the writer, uh, Marisa, Mindy, and Carlos. So uh, kick back and let's take a listen to My Gimby Live companion cast for season two, episode one. Hey guys, I'm here with Teal, and we're discussing season two. It's finally here. Finally. We, we've been working on My Gimby Live since like 2010, which is so crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, I, I know a lot of uh, fans have been anticipating this season, so uh, really looking forward to talking about this season. Me too. All right, so let's jump on in. We're going to discuss episode one. This is actually episode 201, season two, episode one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, YouTube, it will look like episode six, because we're just continuing, like, we ended episode gotcha. five, so this will be episode six, stage Okay, great. So it's, it's technically, we'll call it episode yeah. six. All right, and is there a title for this Day episode? Jobs. Day Jobs. Yes. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's jump right into the episode. Yeah. So the first thing we see is that you moved. Yes, we moved. Um, Brent and Teal have moved, and... Uh, I think that kind of came about in the script because we filmed the first season in my real apartment and then I moved and I didn't have that apartment anymore. So we were like, oh, we're not going to be able to shoot in this apartment anymore. <laughs> so I think it inspired uh, Gabe and I to kind of be like, well, maybe they've moved and they've had to downgrade a little because times are tough. You know, their yeah. work uh, work is not going so well for Teal or Brent. So uh, yeah. that's kind of how that uh, that started. Yeah. Yeah, now, can you tell me how you found the location of the new apartment? Uh, yes, and we actually filmed that in a house. And, uh, yeah, a beautiful a, house at that. Yeah, a wonderful lady, Grace. I had filmed a short film called Transients uh, in that house uh, that my friend uh, Rhiannon uh wrote and directed and uh, so I'd filmed there before and so mm-hmm. and I love the house because it, it, it's it's just a gorgeous house and there's lots of room there for all the crew and cast and 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 I remember her kitchen and 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 I just remember loving her kitchen and it's funny because our kitchen needs a little upgrading there's some like holes in the walls and you know <laughs> and she's cool with that like she doesn't yeah. she has no plans to upgrade it and that's just how it is and yeah uh, and she was wonderful to let us all come in and take over her house <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, it was, a, it was a fun location. Mm-hmm. Be- a beautiful neighborhood. Yes, beautiful neighborhood. Yeah, very cool. So how was it getting back into the, the, the shoes of Teal? Your Teal, the one from this. Yeah, it's it, it was – I like a season two because it, it feels easier because you've established the character. And mm-hmm. so it's fun to kind of get back into it. And, and, and yeah, there was something very yeah. familiar. And, and the characters are, you know, at, at that point defined. And I, I enjoyed it more yeah. this time around. Yeah, how long has it been since you filmed season one to season two? It was a good it was year. A year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we released uh, season one in 2012, summer 2012. Mm-hmm. So it's been uh, about a year and a half. Yeah, and of course we have your roommate Brent back. Yes, of course. Brent, Brent Bradshaw plays Brent, and he's um, hilarious. Yeah, he's wackier than ever in, in this season. Yeah, and in in season one, um, everybody loved Brennan, and we love him too. So he has more this season, uh, more storylines, and you get to see a lot more of them, which I think is a lot of fun. Will be a lot of fun for people. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about your new job or Teal's new job. Yes, we uh, obviously you get that we have the return of Marisa. Hmm. You brought her back, and this is her, where she works, and she actually got Teal the job. Yeah, so as an actor, 
you usually always have to have side jobs and temp temping is a, is a good side job because it's flexible. And I, I actually in real life tempt for a while and would do kind of similar office jobs that you see, um, you see in this episode. So yeah. Yeah. It's, this kind of is a look at how, uh, you know, t- t- how Teal makes our money when she's, um, doesn't have an act- acting job. Yeah. 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 Cool. Now, where was this shot? This was shot at the L.A. Film School? L.A. Film School. They, yeah, it was great. Another another great location. Our line producer, Allison Venor, is amazing, and she um, she really um, helped us. She found this great location for us, and, um, yeah, it, it was perfect. Cool. Now, we have a new cast member introduced in this episode. We have Mindy Sterling, who plays your boss, Maggie. Yes, uh, I am a huge fan of Mi- of Mindy's, and as are a lot of people. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I met her through the Groundlings. It's an improv school, really popular improv school in LA. I studied there for a while, and Mindy uh, is a company member there, or was a company member, but she still performs there a lot and teaches as well. So I met her there, and I reached out to her on Facebook and said. Will you be in like and be like? And she like she was so great. She emailed me right back. She was like yes before she had even I like, think like seen anything or seen the script. Yeah, she said yes, and it was a joy uh, to get to work to work with her. Oh yeah, she was fantastic, and, and I love- so be wonderful on set, just talking yeah. to all the crew and yeah. cast, and just lovely. She was yeah, she was amazing. It was so much fun to see her because I didn't recognize the name, but obviously you you know the face. Of course. You know, she's been in so many... Austin Powers. Yeah, and so many great things, and she's a, such a great character actress. Yes. So that was it was really cool to see her on set. And like you said, she was so sweet to everybody. Yeah. You know? Um, all right, let's talk about her character a little bit, because she obviously mm-hmm. is your boss, but she's also yes. an actress, like most people in L.A. Um, yes. You know, she's she's you know has her one-woman show, and mm-hmm. was that uh, inspired by anybody in particular? No, I think it's kind of just inspired um, on the, you know the fact that uh, most people in LA are there are there are actors you know yeah. they usually are in a job that is not really what the job they want to be doing either yeah. either you know, an actor or something something so yeah. it's kind of a comment on that like everybody's an actor in LA and 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 just like you know a comment on what these one women one person shows which yeah. are. Um, you know, easy to kind of make fun of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, cause, yeah, because any, any, anybody can do it, really. Everybody's, yeah, and it's just, it's a it's a poke at that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, it's just that it's fun that uh, I'm going to a temp job and then end up having to, like, mail out somebody else's headshots and postcards <laughs> and, you know, and direct. It's just fun to comment on how, I, as an actor, um, those that aren't in the business uh, may not know this, but you're continuously doing these mailings to casting directors, you know, mailing out if, yeah, if you're in a play or if you're going to be on a TV episode or mailing your headshots, you're continuously mailing out these yeah. direct mailings um, that, um, you know, aren't very usually effective, but you kind of yeah. have to do them, you know, in a way. So yeah. it's, it's fun. Gabe yeah. did a really fun job of kind of um, poking fun at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now we have another new character. Uh, his name, well, he doesn't really have a name. He's the sign spinner. And that's nice. Carlos Knight. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, Marisa um, worked with him on Super Ninjas. Uh, I think that's a Disney Disney show, and he's such yep. a great actor. Yeah. And our uh, we he he we brought him in like two days before we started shooting because we had another actor lined up to play that part, and he he had to back out. And um, we called Carlos, and thankfully he said yes, and he's perfect. Like he's so funny and natural, and he handles that sign spinning thing like a pro i was like holy crap he's like spinning it and doing his tricks and you know like we didn't rehearse or anything get to rehearse or anything with him like he showed up on set that day and he was just game and did some really great improv and yeah. and really i think embodies that character and makes that stuff, scene those scenes those scenes are like my favorite in the, yeah. in this episode yeah. the scenes with him yeah yeah, him and Brent definitely had some great chemistry going on. They do. Some great, you know, they had just very good timing off of each other. Uh-huh. Because both of them were, were improv Yeah, I mean, the, it was in the scripts. And yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, but I'm talking but about they, people, the, the scenes that people didn't see, all the other stuff yeah, that, Yeah, you know. like, it was there, and then, but they just made it their own, uh, on yeah. top of, like, the great dialogue that Gabe had written. So it was, it was a great mix of um, them yeah. really making it really natural, and, and it's just super funny. <laughs> 
Friends. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so good. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember any kind of uh, any issues that happened during the filming of episode one? Because I know we film, you know, episode one in like over five days. It's not all filmed together. Yeah. Well, I know that day um, it was our first day of filming is when we filmed a lot of not all of episode one part of it. But I know on the first day, um, the camera dropped our Oh, that's right. And we didn't know, like, for a little bit if it was going to work. And uh, that was very stressful. I was there when the camera dropped, and I could have swore it was it was it was yeah, like the it it made such a loud crash and shatter and yeah, Uh, yeah. That was, that was scary and but it worked and we we got we kept going yeah. and you know i'm trying to think about the episode i feel like that that everything was um pretty smooth uh yeah how was it filming on the streets because you're we were in pasadena just on regular streets. yeah well we had permits yeah. so we were yeah. we were okay being there but it's it's um it's tough but i mean well i mean it's always tough because you have, you know, pedestrians walking by and the, you yes. know, regular outside noises, but that's all part of the scene. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I think there is that when you, when you're not in a controlled location, you, you kind of have to, um, you know, you never know when a car alarm is going to go off or you have to stop filming because yes. of something. Yes. And yeah. yeah, but it's a great, uh, once again, like that's such a great location that Allison found for us and in, in, it was, that was in Pasadena. All right. So, um, I think that's it for episode one. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I say one more thing? I just want to like give a shout out to all of our Kickstarter backers, um, who, who obviously made this season possible and, um, thank you all. I hope you yes. all like our first episode and um and our exact producers russell winkler and steven dangler um you know steven sponsored all season one and he's back um executive producing yeah. season two so uh i just don't know i just want to give them all a shout out because it wouldn't have been possible with all of them and it, um, it was really special releasing this this season so this episode is tributed to your mother who unfortunately passed away recently. Yeah, my mom passed away last November. And um, yeah, it's been obviously really, really rough. And my mom has always been my biggest supporter and was a huge fan of uh, my Gimpy life. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we could dedicate the season to her. So um, yeah, I would dedicate each of the episodes to her this season. So. Hey guys, I'm live on the set of Mike and Be Live Season 2, and joining me is a returning character. It's uh, Marisa Cuevas. Yes, perfect. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Always or welcome back here. to the podcast, because <laughs> you were on Season 1, and I did talk to you then as well. So, were you excited to see that your character made it, the final cut to Season oh, 2? Oh, definitely. I love the premise of the show, and last season came out so great that I was so happy that a Season 2 was going to happen, Yeah, and even happier that I got to be a part of it. Yeah, so let's go ahead. If people didn't listen to Season 1 and don't know who you are, just give them a short bio on you. Even though I um, I do play myself in the show, it is one little facet of me, so please don't <laughs> judge me by it. But I play your typical super vapid, self-centered, vain, L.A. kind of girl. Yeah. So, yeah. So, funny. Teal's friend. Teal's it's very, you know, self-centered friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, as an actress, obviously yes. you've done previous stuff. Yeah. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Um, fun things that I've done web-wise, you know... Um, I was on Felicia's Dragon Age, which was really mm-hmm. great. And then other things, I was on Disney Channel's uh, Kicking It for an episode. And then I was a recurring character on Nickelodeon Super Ninjas last season. And that was a great experience. Yeah. So you've done bits and pieces of all around. Exactly. Trying to. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to break in somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. Um, now, your role is not obviously as big as it was, I guess, in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have one scene. Just one scene. That's a fun but scene. But it, it is definitely a fun scene. <laughs> yeah. fun scene. Yeah, how did that go? I thought it went great. Um, I... I always, um, when I'm performing, I am performing for laughs. Like, that's what I mm-hmm. love. And it's always weird on set, especially when you're doing comedy, because no one's supposed to make any noise. Yeah. So if I'm being funny and I don't get a re- reaction, I get a little scared. Cause I'm like, oh, my God, am I not <laughs> doing it right? But then afterwards, I find out people are laughing. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. Um, Teal's always great to work with. Sean is always a wonderful director. Mm-hmm. and. Um, he really, like, there's so many things I won't think about, and then Sean's like, do it this way. I'm like, uh, duh, that's even better. <laughs> and so, yeah, and then, uh, Gabe is a great writer, so he, yeah. you know, it's always great. Cool, and if there's a season three, there's always potential for more exactly. of you. Exactly. Because you didn't get killed off in the season, so <laughs> No, that's good. I did not. <laughs> 
<laughs> always forget that I've been killed before. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, you have been. I watched. I was there that day when they shot that scene. And I had no idea what was going on because it was the only day I came. Oh, that's great. It's the day you died. It's the day I died. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Dragon Age if you don't know. Go back and watch it. It's really, really good. Uh, anyways, thank you for taking the time and oh, chatting no with me. Oh, no problem. It's always a pleasure. Hey guys, I'm here with Gabe, and as you know, he is the one that wrote Season 1, so of course he's back as the writer of Season 2. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Kenny. So, um, when did you start writing Season 2? We went and we pitched some plots for a second season, so we had like an idea for a five-episode season that we shopped around, and... I usually don't write anything until we, we get the monies, mm-hmm. so, but we had ideas. We had some stuff left over, um, but I think that was in 2000, that might have been late 2012, early 2013, and then I didn't write this stuff until, uh, until after the Kickstarter ended. So oh, wow, okay. July, but I knew where we were going. Yeah, I mean, you had the, the story ideas down. Yeah, um, we had to kind of reshape it because we didn't have enough money to do five episodes, yeah. but... Um, but we had enough for four. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. So let's go ahead and, and let's start with episode 201. Okay. Um, so I shared the first season with one of my writing uh, instructors from UCLA, uh, a guy named Sheldon Bull, who uh, worked on Coach and okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch and made obscene amounts of money writing uh, sitcoms. Uh-huh. And uh, he's kind of like my dad. He's like a real like crotchety but very smart yeah um, and so what he said in watching is like you know this is kind of it's like it's it's all about disability and of course he doesn't know that like uh you know people with disabilities saw this and were like oh my god that's my life yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he was just like it wasn't broad enough for him so he's like uh kind of the same criticism of friends like how do these people exist in a real world yeah so uh he was the one that said you know how does if she's a, a struggling actress like how does she live in this place? How does she drive this car? And so we decided like that she would get a day job and it wouldn't be a great day job. And we also, you know, Teal had moved, so we didn't have the same apartment. So yeah. it's like, okay, Teal's moved. And the same way, you know, uh, same thing like with Entourage. Teal's up, Teal's down. So yeah. this is a Teal's down and new place. It's not as nice. And uh, Brent, you know, still struggling. So yeah. they've downgraded their lives. And uh, that's what brought us to this day jobs episode. Okay. So uh, Brent obviously gets a sign. All right, gets a, a job. Yeah. He's a sign spinner. Yeah. But not really spinning the sign. Well, he is spinning the sign, but he also has Carlos. Yeah. Uh, spinning. Yeah. Um, and that scene is uh, basically like the whitewashing scene from Tom Sawyer. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Carlos was great, and Brent Brent was really funny, and. Uh, it was tough, though. You know, we're shooting on a you know a street we don't. We we're permitted to be there, but like we couldn't shut it down. So it's a lot of noise, yeah. a lot of sun, a lot of traffic. People. Yeah. 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 Now I haven't seen the scene yet, uh, but we have uh, Marisa. Yes. And uh, there's a character named Maggie. Yeah. So Maggie is the. Um, she's a big boss in um, at this this marketing place where Teal gets a job. Okay. And uh, we kind of set it up like Marisa was already working there, and she okay. got her the job. And again, it's like everyone in LA, they can have one job, but they have another dream. So even her boss there wants to be well, an actress. Yeah. Cool. And that's kind of a, you know, that sets up some tension with Teal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we got a great uh, actress to play that part. Cool. Now, I know with, uh, Teal mentioned this in a previous interview that I did with her, that this, uh, this is, these aren't encompassing episodes. They're not single, separate episodes like season one. This right. is more of a story arc where you... More serial, yeah. Yeah, where one event affects the next episode, which affects the next episode. Yeah. Um, is that harder to write? Um, no, it's easier. Okay. Um, the problem with the episodic stuff is, like, at some point, especially when you're only doing six minutes, you run out of those tricks. You know, like, you can only bookend... Like, you can't bookend every time. Um, you can't, like... You can't um, always set up and pay off something in six minutes. So, uh that was also feedback we got as we were shopping it around. It's like people weren't looking for episodic stuff. They were mm. looking for serial stuff. So we structured it when we went to pitch it that way. And then I was fine with, um, 
you know, doing new episodes in a different way. We don't have any, like, we don't have to answer to anyone, so we can do yeah. whatever we want. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that you had to drop an episode, unfortunately. Did you integrate that stuff into these four episodes, or did you actually drop elements to the story? Um, well, both? so, in, you know, in that idea that Teal's Up, Teal's Down, we were going to bring, uh, we were going to give Teal maybe something else, another romantic interest you'd, <laughs> you'd enjoy, but... Um, <laughs> We're not able to, we weren't able to get there. And so, yeah, we didn't get that far. Okay. Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Gimpy Live Season 2, and joining me is one of our new cast members, Carlos Knight. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Um, a little bit of background. Yeah, why don't we just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Let's hop back. Let's, Who let's is Carlos? Right it. Um, Carlos is a, a South Carolinian who uh, moved to California about six or seven years ago to pursue an acting career. Um, his mom packed up his, uh, you know, Corolla, Corolla LE, <laughs> and I uh, drove around the country and um, finally landed in California, in Pasadena, California, and we've been living here ever since. And um, uh, most people see me on a, I did a couple of Nickelodeon shows. Okay. I did uh, Super Ninjas, Figure It Out, uh, The Fred Show. I did two Fred movies, um, See Dad Run. That episode actually hasn't come out yet. Um, I did ER. Oh, wow. I was um. Uh, yeah, I played a very troubled kid on, on ER, and um, I was on Southland. I was in the first episode. Uh, I'm the first case. Wow. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought cool. that was cool. So um, I'm the first person to get shot. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that was a, a heck of a time. And, um, you know, now I'm here uh, playing with you guys. Nice. So uh, why don't we talk about the audition process? How Did you, did you know about Gimpy Life before the audition? I actually... Um, uh, am friends with uh, one of the characters, Marisa. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was on an episode of Super Ninjas okay. on Nickelodeon, and that's how I met her, and that's how I met uh, Gabe, the writer from okay. the show. And he came to the set one day, and um, we had a conversation, and he was a really funny guy. Um, and so they're filming um, the scene that I'm in, in yeah. the Statue of Liberty costume, yeah. is um, actually less than three miles away from my house. And when they oh, found out where, where they were shooting it, they, they said... Uh, you know, Carlos is close by, so hopefully he'll come uh, oh, play nice. with us. Yeah, and so they you really they, had to audition. You were just kind of a yeah. The, they the role was kind of written for you. Yeah, they kind of they they kind of looked out for me, and they know I like to come and play and improvise. And I was like, of course I'll come in and I'll you know yeah try to do my best. And it, it we we came up with some gold out there. We did some moves with the board. That yeah, I, I, don't, can't, I can't wait to see what actually makes it to screen. Yeah, you yeah. So many different <laughs> versions of the same thing. Yeah, there's so much stuff that, that gets cut out of these episodes. And I wish people uh, could really see all yeah. the all the, the the gold. Well, there might be a, there might be a blooper reel or kind of a behind the scenes reel. You never know. Yeah, yeah. They, and they may get to see all these different cuts. Man, we've got some that that deserve definitely deserve to be cut, but <laughs> then we have some that are uh, that are just uh, it, it's so much gold to choose from. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, yeah. But I definitely had a fun time. That's awesome. Doing it. And, um, Cool. I've always wanted to be a sign spinner, man. So I got my. There you go. You got your wish. That was my chance. That's because you weren't a sign spinner before. No, you've but, never done that before. Yes, all of my all of my moves. <laughs> okay, all of those moves that you saw me throw down are, are completely improvised. I I haven't had one day of practice. So um, if anyone needs a celebrity sign spinner, you're it. I am. I'm not it. <laughs> <The> people, <laughs> just watch the episode. I'm not it. But um. You know, I, we were talking about it. We think it's like almost a lost craft. I think oh, yeah, that, sure. Yeah, the first guys that you saw spinning the signs were like Jedi's. Yeah. You know what I mean? You oh, were yeah. like, wow, how it's do you do skill. that? Yeah, now it's, now it's the guy's barely even holding the sign. He's yeah, just there. Yeah, barely moving. Yeah, he's just sweating <laughs> and he's pissed off about life. He's just sitting there just pointing at this this tragic business that yeah. they've given them, you know, this job. But I, I think it's a, I thought it was a cool job. You know, you sit there and... and you're a big you're sign. You're an actual sign. Yeah, yeah you're entertainment. Yeah. That's that's what I like that's to do. That's what they pay you for. That's what I like to. I like to bucks. entertain the big bucks <laughs> for throwing that sign up and catching <laughs> it, man. I definitely. I've never had a, a a job that I would even consider a real job. So I always thought that something like that would be cool to work at a fast food restaurant or, yeah. or something like that. I never really had that opportunity, and, and most people don't want it, but. I think it's part of, you know, growing up. And, and That's right. We've all worked fast food at one point in our lives. Yeah, well, see, I haven't. Yeah. I'm, like, missing a part of, of yeah. my childhood almost, yeah. you know what I mean? So, well, that's being a child actor and, yeah. you know, that's part of it. Yeah, but I, I you know, I, I got to, it's like. some things. But you also benefit for it, too. Yes, Not yes, I do. Many of us can say we were in multiple TV series. That is true. Know, 
That is very true. I'm very lucky. I guess the grass is always greener because, yes. you know, yeah, that people that, that work at McDonald's are like, man, I want to be an actor. And actors are like, man, I never worked yeah. at McDonald's. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hold on, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you got to get so. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely appreciate being able to to play another a character that's so far from what I actually do. And it makes you grow an appreciation. You're like, man, it's hot. Like, I was oh, yeah. only out there, you know, I wasn't out there very long. And there are people that do that all day, every day. And, yeah. and uh, you definitely appreciate the craft. And I dropped that sign more than any, like, <laughs> gravity was, like, new to me today. That sign just kept hitting the ground. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's amazing when you see the guys that do the tricks and don't drop it at all. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, very cool. So now, obviously, you've worked on major TV series and couple, comparing couple. comparing the web series world to that. Is there a significant difference? Or this is a pretty pretty high end web series as well. So we yes. have a fairly large crew and yeah. it's not one person doing eight jobs. You know. Yeah, I definitely um, like there are differences maybe like in scale like as far as the scope of the things that you're allowed to do, you know, when you're doing like a major show or movie mm-hmm. or something, you know, I've I've seen the producers like shut down the whole shoot, you know, until he gets a cowboy hat. He's like, mm-hmm. I want a cowboy hat in the scene. So we're just going to wait. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with things like certain things like yeah. that. Everyone is here for the same cause. Everyone wants to get the job done yeah. uh, as cheaply as possible. And I love it. It's so guerrilla. It's like, we're just going to okay. go out there and yep. we're just going to do it. Yep. And that's more fun. It's more, it, it's better energy if you're going to be improvising because you're just feeding off of what's actually happening. Yeah. You know, people are going to watch that scene of, of, of us on the corner and we didn't shut down the entire sidewalk no, to film that scene. Those there are real people, people walking, by, yeah, yeah. walking past us that are like, what are they doing? And yep. so it was cool to, to feed off of that. And those are real cars yeah. driving past it. Yeah. And plus there's more leeway mm. for you to improvise. Right. And that's right. what you're, you know, you're good at. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it, they don't, I mean, you do it once like the script, right. but then they allow you to throw your own twist on it. And you guys, exactly. just, you guys together were just hilarious. Thank you. And that, that's of, another reason that it, I, I think it's different doing a web show because, uh, on a, a regular show, we might not have had time to yeah. allow us to just do a take where we can say yeah. wherever we want. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, they, they run a tight schedule, and yeah. there's so many people, so many scenes, and so many shots involved. But with the web show, it's, you know, they put the camera on us in a general direction, and yeah. you just have room to play. So I definitely, uh, I think I like it, it, it more, to be honest. I mean, of course, well, the money's not going to be the same, but it's, it's the true. love of what yeah. I... It's love to do yeah yeah and that's what you you like to improvise yeah so here you're able to do pretty much yeah. whatever you want to do i compare it to like a, a music uh, a musical artist uh you hear a lot of uh, artists and you hear like the mixtape or the little ep they put out before the album and you're like this is amazing and then you hear the album and you're like ah it's good but it's not really the same i compared yes. the the same the web series is kind of that ep it's kind of that mixtape it's kind of that thing that we can do and do it the way that we want to do yeah. it and uh, have the freedom to to have the spontaneity and yeah. you know things like that and then when more money gets involved and other people's opinions get yeah. involved it, it becomes kind of this uh box of, of what someone else wants it to be yeah so I, I compare it to that. We're like that. We're like that indie mixtape that you're playing that no one else knows about. <laughs> yes. That um, that's just amazing and it's raw and it's like just pure energy and improvised and and uh, yeah, that's how I feel it is and and I love it. I love every second of it. That's awesome. So do you have anything coming up? I know we don't know when these are airing, so it's hard to say. Right. Right. But uh, any. Um, they can check. I'm gonna do a. Ep- I did an episode of See Dad Run on Nick at Night, which okay. comes out. I. I the season has already started, yeah. and um, I'm not sure exactly which date, but they should just watch that show. I know uh, the guys that work there, and yeah. it's, a, it's a really funny show that's going to be coming out. Cool. And then I got some music coming out under um, the the name that I use for my musical stuff is Kennedy Braveheart. Okay. And I make remixes of, like, popular songs, and then I'll drop a couple of original songs. But people can definitely look at that if, cool. if you like music. Is there a website for know. that? Uh, there's not a website. I, I put all that stuff on. You can just look it up on SoundCloud or okay. YouTube or anything. Twitter. Just find that name and. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But um, yeah, there's no official website. I want it to be kind of that thing that I just give to the people and the people that want to find it and yeah. want to love something new um, are going to take the time to find it. You oh, know. Cool. Yeah. Because um, I just do music because I really like to do it. And, yeah. Um, you know, the acting stuff is more of my occupation yeah. but yeah, yeah see that run people check that out man awesome. it's a great show do you have a twitter account that people can follow you yes it is at 
I am Carlos Knight. So that's I A M C A R L O S K N I G H T. Great. And your Facebook fan page? Yes, I do. It's just Carlos Knight Fan okay. Club. And um, so they can find you and like you. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow my Instagram too. That's official oh, Mr. Go. Knight. Yeah, yes. it's O F F I C I A L M R K N I G H T. There you go. We'll, it'll all be on the right. website. So don't worry. Oh, yes. There we go. See, I should have just said that. Just check the website. Just check and, our uh, website. It'll be there. Forget the misspelling that you just heard. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for having me. Awesome. I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting and I can't wait to see the final product oh yeah it's gonna be fun and uh, thank everybody you know from the show for having me I had a great time awesome thank you so much thank you Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Gimpy Life, and for the first time on our podcast, we have Brent Bradshaw, who seemed to evade me in season one, but I tagged him down, tackled him, and now he's uh, here to be interviewed. So welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here. Um, let's go ahead and just start by telling our listeners um, about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I'm a male, male person, and uh, I'm originally from Arkansas, which is, you know, kind of right in the middle uh, of the country, in the South. And uh, I have uh, been a comedy writer for several years in Los Angeles. Um, I write on a lot of award shows, the sort of like things that you see in award shows, like MTV Movie Awards or the Emmys or something, and you go like, who writes these things that people come out and say, why don't they just not write those anymore? I write a lot of those. And uh, I was on an HBO show called Enlightened for a couple of seasons. Uh, you probably never saw that show, but it's pretty good. Um, Netflix, it, it's an interesting show. Very cool. And uh, how would you compare yourself to your character? Because your character is also a comedian. So, is it, so I mean, was, the part was written for you, or did you audition for it? Uh, I did not audition for it. Uh, I have actually written a uh, comedy with uh, I've worked on shows with uh, the writer Gabe okay. and uh, and that is how I nailed the part he just I think he uh, had me in mind when he wrote it yeah. um, it's not a huge stretch for me I uh, like uh, I am not totally dissimilar them obviously I'm way way smarter than the character and way more on the ball and uh, not as dopey, uh-huh. but not that much more. So, okay. it's, so it's not too much of a stretch. No, I mean, no, it's in the ballpark, you know. Yeah, yeah, of of uh, of who I am. I would okay, say. all right. Well, let's go ahead and start with the first episode. Uh, this one is you in your underwear. Yeah. Uh, how comfortable is it to be wearing tidy whities and sitting in a kitchen with a bunch of people standing around you? You know, you would think that would be super uh, weird. It's it's kind of weird for the first like minute, and then it just like becomes totally normal, just... and nobody really. Uh, I think it's like uh, if there's a girl in her underwear on set, it's like super sexy, and everyone's sort of like trying not to make a big deal out of it. And like as soon as the shot ends, they probably throw a robe over her. Yeah. But like when I'm in my underwear, it's like uh, it, it, somehow it's like a not. It's considered more of a comedy prop for some reason. I think people should see, like, the sexual magnetism coming off of me and, like, yeah. treat me with that. So, but it seems to it seems to be, like, it, it doesn't seem to, like, affect anyone that way. It seems more, like, uh, completely unthreatening, which yeah. is, I find really offensive. I think it should, I think everyone should be much more threatened. But everyone seems totally cool with me being in my underwear. I, I, I mean, I saw you walking around the house. You were in wardrobe just sitting there. You were... All over the place in your underwear. Yeah. I mean, you got into wardrobe, and that was your wardrobe. That's right. And that was it. You stayed in it for a good hour before you went and shot. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's weird. Like, it's kind of like uh, once you break the uh, uh, wearing, being in your underwear in front of people's seal is broken. And, like, it's, I guess, like, the shock value is over, and yeah. you're, you're just the guy in his underwear. <laughs> like, uh, And then, weirdly, even though you've had, like, bad dreams about it, the good news is it's not as... It's not as embarrassing as you would think. Yeah. Although, you know, I've had those dreams when I was younger about showing up to school in your underwear and it seemed like the most humiliating thing could ever happen to you. Like, in hindsight, I think, like, it, it wouldn't have been that bad and it, it might have been, you might have been kind of cool if you did that instead of being, like, the laughing house of the, yeah. the, of the school. I think you've kind of been a, a badass. Yeah. So in hindsight, I think, you know, anybody who's still in high school who wants to, like, 
try it. I think it, it might be an interesting experiment. Yeah. Now, when you read down the script, did you dread it? Did you work out to try to buff up a little bit? Uh, yeah, I went on a uh, I went on a twelve week cleanse and a cardio program. I lost uh, one hundred and fifty pounds and nice. uh, did some core work. Um, saw a hypnotist. No, I uh, I, sh- I I should have, but uh, no, I, I impl- we did this uh, in season one, so like. Everybody uh, on the crew, at least, had pretty much seen. Uh, That's true. It's only a month later, so I, I guess you couldn't be all muscled down. That's right. One month later. And I wore in, like, the wardrobe uh, girls and stuff before, and I tell them that, like, you know, uh, just remember that, like, performance anxiety causes, like, shrinking. That's scientific, <laughs> scientifically documented. Yeah, so don't, you know, don't judge. Gotcha. That's what I say. Gotcha. Um, let's go ahead and talk about your scene with uh, Carlos. Okay. With you, uh, with a sign spinner. Yeah, Carlos. Um, did now? I think you got a few nicks from spinning that sign. You know, I did get a few nicks. I never. I've seen a lot of sign spinning. You know, like a lot of people have. You live uh, in LA, especially. Yeah. Um, pretty common. Uh, never tried it before, and uh, turns out like really, really easy to hit yourself in the face with it. Like really hard. Yeah. And or toss it in the street. Tossing in the street. Tossing in the street is pretty easy. If you try to do anything more than just spin it around, things get out of control pretty quick with the sign. Um, But yeah, I don't know how much of that will be in the. I don't know what will make the final cut. But like, if uh, if if there's anything with me like uh, slamming it into my eyeball or head, that's (laughs) that is. that's the real deal. I'm doing my own stunts there. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes, very much. Now, you had this great chemistry with Carlos, um, just riffing off each other. Because both of you guys are comedians. and Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to make it to the show, but you guys did so many different versions of your interaction. Oh, yeah. We did do uh, several. We did a lot of ad-libs. And uh, Carlos, as the first time I, I met him, but he was great and super game to, to do whatever. And, like, a really funny guy real charismatic guy yeah. and better at spending the sign than me i think but yeah i don't think he cut himself i don't think he ever cut himself i don't think he ever broke a sweat and i was like pouring sweat what? Oh, well you're also wearing your wonderful statue of liberty outfit yeah even before even when he had it on though he was just like perfectly like dry forehead even though we we're standing out in the like full afternoon sun i'm just like pouring sweat like bleeding from my forehead <laughs> He looked. He looks cool, spinning a sign, and I don't think he had any science form uh, no, science spinning doesn't. experience either. No. It's just instinctive. He just had. Natural he talent. he just has it. I guess he has. He has that uh, built-in uh, uh, centrifugal yeah. force yeah. or whatever you, it takes to make in the science spinning business. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Gimby Live Season 2, and I have a very special uh, new uh, member of our cast. I have Mindy Sterling with me. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here. So why don't we just start by, if people don't recognize the name, I'm sure many people know who you are. You've done a million things. Um, tell them a little bit about yourself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm an actress and I'm from Miami and uh, live in LA and... Um, I think that most people would know me from Austin Powers, yeah, and I think, um, I, think I, I do get the kids recognize me from all the kids shows from um, Disney's Ant Farm and Nickelodeon's iCarly. So yeah, um, yeah and you do a lot of voiceover. I was I do some, yeah, yeah I do voiceover of, and yeah, a lot of cartoons. Yeah, yeah. So um, I try to keep busy. <laughs> yeah, but you're, yeah, you're succeeding. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so tell me, how did you hear about Mike and Life? Um, oh, actually, I got an email. For, I think it was an email from um, Teal. Um, she had taken classes at the Groundlings, and I had met her at the Groundlings. I taught her a class, actually. And mm-hmm. um, so I think she got a hold of me and just said that she's got this thing she's doing, and would I be interested in playing a part in it? And then I saw the pilot, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was really, really fun and interesting. And so I agreed. That's great. And how is your? Because obviously, you've been on some really big budget movies. Um, and this is obviously on the lower 
Yeah, but I think I feel I sort of feel like sometimes the the stuff that's um, you know a, a, a lower or you know more independent, mm-hmm. um, you know, has so much more heart to things because mm-hmm. it isn't about the big money and it's about the project and the people in it. And um, I've always been really really fascinated with how hard people work on these types of shows and really um, you know how, how creative they can be. Yeah, yeah. And how did you like your character in this? I loved it. I mean, that was the other thing. <laughs> reading it, and here's this boss who is also an actress. And is ha- putting her to work to send her postcards out. Just that I love that. I just love the idea, and it was a fun, you know, certainly a fun part for me to play. Yeah, how was it acting with Teal? Oh, she's great. She's wonderful. She's smart. She's very professional. Um, yeah, she's a dream. That's awesome. Now, do you have anything in the future that you want to let the fans know that they might be able to find you? Uh, well, I'm. we're right in the middle of doing our second season of Legit, which is on the new FXX um, network. Mm-hmm. And um, I love doing that. I love the people I'm working with. John Ratzenberger plays my husband. Um, Jim Jeffries is the star. It's a wonderful cast. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, like, edgy, weird kind of um, offbeat uh, <laughs> stories. So um, that will start up again in January. Oh, great, great. And how can people find you online? Do you have a Twitter account, a Facebook page? Um, I do. I have Facebook. I, but, and I have a Twitter, and I have to remember the name. I think I am the, uh, I think I'm Miss Mindy Sterling, Ms. Mindy Sterling on Twitter. I'm not very good at Twitter, everyone, so please don't take it personally. <laughs> I just don't get it. I still don't get it. Um, but yeah, that's probably the best way to hear uh, about anything that I'm doing. Great. Well, I really appreciate you stopping with me. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, I'm here with Sean Becker. We're discussing episode one of season two, which is technically episode number six. Yeah, which I um, actually did not know until the episode went up. Are we allowed to say what the current time and day is? Are we shattering the illusion of no, these? No, no, no. I don't think this is what the behind the scenes is about. Okay, gotcha. Well, okay, <laughs> as of this recording, episode six uh, has just come out this week. Yes. Um, which I did not know because so, I was trying to promote it. So I'm like, hey, episode one's up. Episode yeah, yeah, Of yeah. season two. Or I guess when – and you know this because you work in post. Like we would technically refer to this season as episode 201, which yes. is how we've been referring to it. Um, all through post, but then when I was trying to, you know, tweet about it this week, I originally put 201. I'm like, wait, what am yeah. I, no one's going to know what, episode 201? <laughs> I've missed a few. Um, well, unfortunately, that's what what's happening now, because I see people saying, oh, well, you know, because this is episode six, where there are five other episodes. Well, yes, season one was technically the first five episodes, So, but they're they're thinking season two, this is episode six of season two. Which is, it's it's causing a little confusion at the moment, so I keep trying to clarify. This is episode one of season two, but it's episode six of the series. Yeah, this is the sixth one we've done. Yes, there you go. There you go. So, um, let's go ahead and start at the beginning. So, they moved to a new apartment, obviously, because Till... Real life teal moved, mm-hmm. so we couldn't shoot in her place. Yes, so it was yeah, it was more just we were kind of forced into a new storyline with that. But uh, no, it worked out, and um, so we have teal and Brent. Uh, we start off with them in their new place, which, like the old place, still requires rent. So um, therefore, uh, the title of the sh- sh- uh, episode, which is day jobs, mm-hmm. I should probably know this, <laughs> but day jobs. Um, yeah, so Teal and Brent get jobs. Yeah, now we're because I know the place we shot at was a really cool house, but the kitchen was extremely small, which was on purpose because we, you know, obviously wanted to show when we were doing the actual scout, we had found a couple places, but it was this, this place is too nice or this place is too, and, and not that the place we shot at wasn't nice, but it had a very small kitchen. So yeah. we're like, okay, we can cheat this to make it look like that. You know, there's not much really outside of this yeah. this kitchen because we don't want to show them struggling and then getting a bigger place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so it ended up working out, but we uh, we, we kept all the stuff contained uh, in just that kitchen. Yeah. Um, now, how hard is it to shoot in that? Because, I mean, literally, everybody was crammed into that little tiny room. It's never ideal, but I think at this point, I've done enough hotel rooms and... So you're used to... Yeah, I mean, ideally, you want to do it on a soundstage, but that's just not going to happen with, with yeah. a web series um, for financial reasons. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where when you go into it, it's... You know, if it were three people, that would have been really tricky. But if it's just two people, it's just stand, standard coverage. I mean, the thing about the show is I feel like the visual style is very straightforward. Like, we're not trying to be 
clever or flashy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's basic, like, it's all about the writing and the performances, which is a testament to Gabe and to the actors, is, like, that's what's interesting and that's what's going on. And that's not a knock on the cinematography at all. But, like, you know, like, right now I feel like a lot of that stuff... Um, especially in this first episode, is um, invisible. Like, the editing is invisible, and the cinematography is invisible, but that... Which is what it's supposed to be. Exactly, because you want to let them shine. And that's yeah. the thing, is that if the cinematography and the editing are standing out, then we're trying to be too flashy, and it's taking away from the story. It, yeah. it, it's more um, flair and not yeah. enough content, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so it's actually tougher to do that, because... Yeah. Um, in, in some ways, but it was, uh, so no, it, it wasn't very hard. Like I said, it's never ideal, but just with all the web series stuff, it's all about compromising, which you just try to use it to your advantage. So it's like, okay, cool. How could we kind of at least d- d- display them or use like these angles for jokes? Like mm-hmm. when Brent has the science that we just want to make yeah, sure yeah. that we see what we need to see. And, and it actually wasn't, uh, yeah, it was small, but it wasn't one of those things where we walked in and we're like, we have no idea how, how we're going to do, do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, I think it's just become more of i I'm up to, to, to the challenge at this point. Oh, cool. Um, so we have another scene in the workplace, Teal's new workplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we introduce a new character. Uh, a, a good, uh, a good new character. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, uh, exciting new character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So how was it working with, um, and Mindy the, Sterling? Thank you. Um, uh, Maggie's stuck in my, in my head. Maggie Sterling. Character name. Mindy Maggie Sterling. <laughs> she won't mind. No, she's an absolute sweetheart. Well, here's the really funny thing is, um, one of my first jobs in L.A. when I moved out here was to edit a web series that she had started. Mm. Um, I never met her, but I had edited her, and it was one of the first jobs, so I put like you know way too much effort and work into it, and it took me a lot longer to complete because I was still trying to get into the flow of editing at the time. So regardless, I spent a lot of time staring at Mindy Sterling and editing her for performance. Yeah. So when I saw her... I forgot that I had never actually met her, but I feel like I had something. Yes. Like, oh my god, so good to see you again! I'm like, oh wait, we've never met. <laughs> um, but she was a sweetheart. She was really great to collaborate. Obviously, with someone like you know, I'm intimidated by people who are just excelling comedy mm-hmm. like that, and so it's hard to be like, I'm going to tell you how to be funny. But no, she was all up for collaboration, and she was awesome to work with. She took direction very well, and then she she made it her own. And, and yeah, it was it was a it was like an honor to, to do yeah. that. It was fun. It was yeah. one of those things where you could walk away and like smile about that. And then um, she, uh, she added me on Facebook after. So like oh, cool. it's official. Like we're cool. You know? <laughs> I haven't talked to her since. But but <laughs> I think that's a good sign. Or maybe yeah. I added her. Maybe I, 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 I probably added her. But she accepted it. That's not that's, a fan page. There you go. No, she was awesome, and it was just it was a fun addition to to the show. And, yeah. and um, I haven't seen what the responses have been, but I assume um, people uh, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So we have uh, Maurice's back. Yes. Uh, there's a really quick uh, cubicle scene with her. Yeah, and it's really funny because it's like, what does Marissa do with this job? Like, currently, anything. well, in that scene, she's work. She's on the clock. Well, like, yeah, she's working. Yeah, but she's having Teal do her work, or it seems like Teal is, or she's trying to train Teal. Yes, exactly. On how to do what she's whatever Teal's doing. Exactly, data entry. Yeah. I have to call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, no, it was you know it, it's fun uh, with re- returning cast members, and that's that's actually her only scene this season. Yeah. Um, and we don't have because we had the scenes with her and Amy before. And I actually don't know what happened with Amy this season. Um, yeah, there was really no. Yeah, maybe either, maybe schedules or 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 we don't like her. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. know. I'm I, sure we like Amy. I love Amy. She's the best. <laughs> She's gonna get her own spinoff. There we go. Um, but uh, no, it was just yeah, it was fun. We got to do uh, a nice little scene, and then Marisa was very, very, very funny and yeah. adorable as always. Yeah. Um, we also have another new character besides Brent, who's returning we have carlos the science spinner yes we do carlos was great and this is another one of those um another one of those times where you know being a web series we don't get to rehearse we don't get to um meet mm-hmm. until day of so it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like you look at the call sheet and i'm like i don't know who any of these people are yeah. that we're about to work with together and make a, a show because yeah. and that's just the neat nature of it it's it's you know if we did plan out the time, then that's, you know, money and food and all that. But with this, you know, um, I believe Gabe uh, cast Carlos, but he was awesome. And it's funny yeah. because he comes on, you know, and, and he came up, uh, I believe, with – and maybe – I should have the script in front of me, but, you know, coming up with the money, cocaine. I know yeah. some of that was written, some of that was him, but I was like – it was just awesome that we were able to get a guy from a Nickelodeon show. And he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> – cocaine yeah 
I'm in. Yeah. He had a lot of fun. He was super easy to work with. Um, it just made my job a lot, a lot easier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really wish we could have actually done more with him just because one of those things where, you know, he shows up, we show all his stuff in, you know, about an hour, and then that's that's it. That's yeah. a wrap. And so yeah. it's like, damn it. Like, yeah. But I guess less is better. I would rather want to see someone more or have these little inserts of, like, a Mindy Sterling yeah. or Carlos where we get a little bit more, but they're not – you know, it is in the end, it's about Teal. But I, yes. I feel like it's, it's a lot – it's Teal and Brent now. It yes. feels like more. Brent does not seem like a so, as much of a supporting character as he did last season. He seems a lot more prominent in the storyline, which is true because it's up to him to to you know make money for rent. So that yeah. affects Teal as well. Yeah, and he's not just a side character or like a comic relief. Like yeah, he's he's important. And from some of the comments I have seen, I do like that people do comment on Brent and yeah. and how they would never want to be his roommate. And so that was <laughs> the point. A good thing. Yeah, it just shows how tolerant Teal is. <laughs> um, let's talk about shooting that scene. The sign spinning because that was done on the streets of Pasadena. Yes, I know we had permits, so it was all legal and the up and up. Yeah, well, another, that's very rare for web series too. But <laughs> that was probably a, a good thing because yeah, we were just right out there. Yeah, and how difficult is it to shoot things in the middle of public with people? Because there are pedestrians walking by as we're shooting, cars driving by. You know, you can't you can't block the streets. Yeah, no, it's actually more of a relief because I'm so used to stealing these shots. I'm so used to like looking over your shoulder for cops the whole mm. time and just being paranoid and then trying to shoot as fast as you can to get the hell out of there. Yeah. You know, like that's good enough. We're going to go, but and it was actually like a it was actually like a breath of relief. Like we didn't have any I think the only real distractions are like when a big rig or a motorcycle goes by and, you know, Obviously, if you're a sound guy, you're going to say, like, listen, like, the traffic's bad, so I just make sure, while shooting, let's show the traffic so now the sound's justified yeah. and we see it. It's like, you know, times where there's a fountain, like, and you can hear, like, the water splashing in a yeah. fountain, and you can't unplug it. Like, just show the fountain, and then we see it in your mind. But people realize. Your mind like relates to it, and then you can do it, whereas before, it's like, what are we going to do? We can't shoot. It's, it's There's so much traffic. It's like, well, we are on a major street. That's yeah. part of the show, so it, it's it's okay in that instance. But then, you know, when we get, a you know, your occasional plane or your, your motorcycle, that's really Really, the only, um, and it was really hot that day. I remember that, but that's yeah. just more of a personal preference. Thing, I think. <laughs> uh, but other than that, no, no, it was, it was, it was. I, I wish I had like a struggle story with it, but no, it was actually nice to have a so no, no problems. No, not no. I, I can't at all. I just one of those things where we got what we need, and you kind of sit around for that moment, and you just say like, "Is there anything else? Like anyone have any other?" I mean, that yeah. that's a, such a great feeling where it's like we know we got it. Like we have time to play a little bit. Yeah, and. You know, I let Carlos go again, and, and you know he got to do some more sign spinning tricks. And yeah. Same with Brand, got to throw the sign in the street and all that. So no, it 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 felt like a professional shoot. It was great. Cool, cool. All right, well that's going to do it for this episode. Hopefully you guys uh, got some really cool behind the scenes information, and you will come back for the second episode for season two. So until next time, guys, take care. My Gimpy Life Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.